Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, things millennials say, slang terms of yesterday and today, and we'll have a stupid criminal that uh, got in trouble because he was playing truth or dare. Also, the carpool lane, kids and debit cards. Somebody got a staph infection from making out with somebody with some stubble. Also, holiday fatness, a Russian missile in space. Liquor is back on the airplanes. Yes, ma'am. And a possum hostage. Tiger King 2. Psychic wedding photographers. Extreme bathroom planning. Dog phones. And we will end it all with a feel-good moment. Don't forget to subscribe, leave us a review, and some stars. Bounce from the Roadhouse! Okay, time to talk about the elephant in the room. Okay. Me. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Not you. Jeez, oh my gosh, that came out. I feel like an elephant. No, you don't even have a trunk or ears or nothing like that. What's bad is, it's really bad. And it's it's the holidays. Yeah. You know, the past three years, I've been on a diet during the holidays, and this year I'm not, so I'm a little worried. Yeah, it's, it's you call it holidays, I call them international cheat days. No <laughs> matter if you're on a diet or not, you eat what you want. Come on. It's soul food. You go over to your mom's or whomever's house is cooking dinner, and you just eat. Unbutton your pants and keep eating. Do you really do that? Yeah. You unbutton your pants so you can eat more. No, my belly goes over my pants, so I don't need to. If somebody undid their pants at the dinner table, I would be a, like a little I thought that, uneasy about I thought that. that's a very normal thing. I think everybody... It's not like they undo their unzip them and like wide open. Look at my, I don't ever hear zippers my, going down at the look table. Look at my undies so I can eat more turkey or whatever. No, it's just like you yeah, drop that button a little bit. Give yourself that extra quarter, half inch of jean where you can be like... I can breathe again now and keep eating. Wow. Pass me the broccoli. Don't give me these secrets because I don't need any more secrets. You mean to tell me. How to get more in. You've never sat at a a lunch, a dinner, anywhere, holiday, no holiday, and been like, I am so stuffed. And the minute you undo that button on your pants, it's like, oh, a little (laughs) bit of relief, you know? (laughs) The sound effect. Uh, it's like it's like that moment, you know, when you're making the the, the biscuits or whatever, and you hit the thing on the oh, on yeah. the counter. It That's breaks me open. when I take my bra off. There you go. It's just like that when you undo that one button during holidays, aka National Cheat Day. Ah, yeah, it's a can of biscuits. Yep. Opens up. Oh yeah, there it is. I can breathe again. We gotta have a plan. At least I do. I already have. A plan. I'm gonna be out of control. I already have a plan to be out of control. Oh. I try to eat in control. The rest of the year. It never the works. The leftovers. But... Where do the leftovers go? My family tries in to send them with belly. me. <laughs> Put them in my belly. <laughs> what do Let's, we do? You start You start Thanksgiving and you don't quit eating until the first of the year. Then you're like, we got to get this stuff back in shape. My New Year's resolution is losing weight. And you know you can have like healthy options, but why would you choose the healthy option when you have the good one? There is healthy options. It's called meat, turkey. <laughs> mashed potatoes. Rib. Yeah, homemade mashed potatoes with oh. a lot of butter. What's your favorite side? All of them. 
I don't know. I just mix them together. I like my mom's stuffing, like the little crunchy pieces on oh, the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. It's a it's a real toss up at my house, or I shouldn't say my house, at my mom's house because she makes that broccoli cheesy casserole with uh, whatever cheddar betters or something on the top. I mean, that's that's I your favorite one. That's that's hard to beat. Not it's even got broccoli in it. Something's good. I don't know what it is, but yeah. And turkey or ham for you. I mean, I'll eat them, but neither one of them are my favorite. But I'll eat them. They're both good. <laughs> I'm not a ham person, but I'll put down some turkey, and then I'll oh. take a nap. Yeah, I'll, took, I'll, I'll eat them. So we're going to find out right now, Brandon, if okay. you are a bathroom planner. Okay, what does that even mean? <laughs> this is a term for people who need to use the restroom more than the normal person. Well, like they base their life off of the yes, restroom. they have to plan their day around it. Wait, are we leaving? i got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and this is this is the urinary. This is the number one restroom okay. break. Okay. Okay. So the it's urinary. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> urine. <laughs> when you're in the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Urine. Urine. I'm going to ask you five questions. Okay. 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 We're going to find out. Number one: Do you ever avoid activities you enjoy because you're worried you'll need to go pee pee? No, not at all. Because okay. I can do it anywhere. All right, that's good. Uh, number two. When you go on road trips, do you plan your route to make sure you'll have access to a restroom? Not at all. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. all nope. Right. I might right. I might grab a bottle that has a bigger opening. <laughs> when you walk into a restaurant that you've never been to, do you immediately check for where the bathroom is? Negative. Wow. One in five men do that. Wow. Before you buy tickets to an event, do you check how close they are to the restroom? Not even a thought that crossed my mind. Okay, you're doing very well. The final question, do you ever limit the amount you drink during the day because of this problem? No, I have to actually force myself to drink more, like more water. And then what is your age? My age? Yeah. What does that have to do with it? A lot. Well, I'm not a boomer. Okay. (laughs) Do you know any people that would answer yes to any of these questions? Yeah, I know a lot of people that would answer yes to all of those questions. Really? Not just going the 10-100, but the 10-200 as well. And are they from Boomerville? Yeah, not all of them, but yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. So if you're in a group of a handful of men, one of them is like this. So wait, hold up. Why is it always just men here? Because women got to go to the bathroom too. It's a prostate thing. Matter of fact, I see where women have to scope out the bathroom more than the men do. Men don't care where they pee. But we can hold it. I don't know, man. I don't. I can actually physically hold it. Right you now, can. we're focusing on men. Well, I'm saying. Okay, so one of those men in that mm-hmm. group of five people is like this. That's scary. I can attest to that. I mean, I travel every weekend with a handful of men, if you will, six, seven, eight of us. Which one is it? And I'm not going to say, <laughs> but I'm just saying that you know people got to go when they got to go. So me and you, while we're thinking of what we're going to eat next. Mm-hmm. That one person is thinking where they're going to go to the bathroom next. Yeah, that's all they care about. They're stressing about the potty, and I'm like, I wonder if I should cheat on this meal or if I should follow my diet. (laughs) You know, you ask this person, do you want to go walk around the rally for a little bit? That's the person that says no. No, I better not. Well, the rally, there's porta bodies everywhere. And if it's a man, they don't care. A girl would totally care. I'm not going to use those porta bodies. Yeah. Or you want to go walk around the mall for a little bit? Yeah. Uh, What store is it? Which store? Is closest to the restrooms. Yeah. That type of thing. That's weird because that's never crossed my mind. Like even when I tickets or buy concert tickets, anything, 
I'm always like, I just assume there's going to be a bathroom there. And if I have to use it, I'll go use it. Well, you know? today, my heart goes out to that one man in that group of people yeah. that has to go to the bathroom. We all have that buddy. Hopefully, there's no DoorDash drivers around here that would do something like this. Ugh. This story hits home because it happened to one of our own, Brandon. Oh, no. A radio host in L.A. Her name is Lisa Stanley. She had reached out to DoorDash to have some food delivered. Yeah. Then she had to re-reach out to them after she received her food mm-hmm. because of what the video surveillance system in her building caught <laughs> the DoorDash <laughs> driver doing. Oh, boy. So this woman delivers their food, right? Yeah. And then she goes back out to the lobby, and there's one of those trash cans, right, with the lid, with the hole in the middle. Okay, yeah, yeah. She leans up. She lifts up her dress. Okay. And kind of leans up there and goes number two. Oh, what the? Ugh. And then kind of cleans up a little bit and goes yuck. on her way to deliver more food. Oh, my gosh. Yuck. Absolutely disgusting. Does it show in the footage, is she, like, ever looking for an actual restroom? Like, go use a real bathroom. No kidding. There's one right there in the lobby, but no, she oh, no. chooses the trash can. I mean, I have never been that bad of a poo emergency where I'm like, it's going to go down in a can, you know? I've never even been out in the woods and couldn't make it back to a restroom. Nothing like that. I've never had that kind of an issue. But I've heard of said things. But never in my life have I thought to myself, in a lobby, I can't. At least squeeze and do the duck walk over to a bathroom or something. What grosses me out the most is she was on her way to go deliver more food. Oh, yeah. After doing that. <laughs> Hit the hand sanitizer on your way out. Oh, my oh, gosh. Absolutely disgusting. Why would you do something uh, like that? There's no toilet paper at the trash can. I just thought of that. Like, how, what? I mean, did she use her socks? Like, what's up? Like, Recycle, on. reuse. I don't know. <laughs> there, there's like... Some still pictures in the video of her with her dress off, <laughs> and she's got like another outfit on. So, um, not sure. Maybe she recycled her dress. And so, apparently, she dresses in layers because this happens enough that she's like, Well, I better put on a dress and some pants and some shorts, and just in case I have a poo emergency while I'm out door dashing. Yeah, maybe she was trying to be a freaky fast delivery driver. <laughs> Saving some time. Really? It's like, did she eat at the place where she's delivering the food? Is the radio DJ okay? Like, <laughs> you know? She, she did not eat her food. She did get a refund, even the tip that she left the driver. Well, yeah. I mean, the driver left more than just a tip. We're doing another thing wrong. Huh. Story of my life. Antiperspirant. Okay. Okay. You're not supposed to put it on your armpits. Hmm? I'm just kidding. You are. Oh. I'm just trying to throw you off a little okay. bit. Okay. <laughs> We're using it incorrectly. They said we should be putting it on at night, not in the morning. Um, and here's why. Silly. First, we're only talking about antiperspirant, not deodorant. Oh. They're not the same thing. Antiperspirant plugs your pores and prevents you from sweating. Oh, that's good to know. Most deodorants just mask the smell of hmm. B.O. So why at night? It's because your body temperature drops while you're asleep, so you sweat less, and sweating too much can prevent it from doing its thing. So basically, putting it on at night gives your skin more time to absorb the active ingredient, which is aluminum. Wow. That's awesome. That's always good. And most antiperspirants are designed to work for 24 to 48 hours, so it'll still work fine the next day. Dang. Showering won't wash it off either. 
can I get polished aluminum so like at least it looks like chrome or I, something? Yeah, I want some like, I know I want them to spin. Yeah, you know? yeah, spinners, I want some spinners, spinners in my pits. <laughs> um, <laughs> and this, this whole sweating thing yeah. while you sleep. No. Um, I sweat while I sleep. I, don't I sleep. Want to. I sleep with a darn ice pack sometimes. I, that's weird. I uh, I don't like sweating when I sleep. But the wife has fifteen blankets on her, so she uh, covers herself. It's hot. The radiant heat coming from her. I sleep with like the sheet, even, even in, in the dead of winter. Really, in the uh, winter time, so you sleep hot, with the sheet. So hot, and I don't want to. I like to be cold. I like being cold in the room and the, the, a good blanket to warm you up. But the wife overdoes it, man. We bought that new down comforter. It's so hot. It's hard to sleep under. I have my own down comforter. I like swoosh all the blankets to the side that mm-hmm. Doug sleeps under. And then I have my own down comforter that I wrap myself in. Nice. And then I have one leg out of it. Oh, yeah. Got to have a leg out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's fine with me with my ice pack sometimes. Oh, yeah. Very nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, uh, see, I just don't know. And then deodorant or anti-perspirant. If it plugs your pores, do you really think that's a, a good thing? If like it shuts off your sweat glands? It is if you smell. Well, yeah, but. I mean, I don't think it works for me. I'm pretty sure my deodorant is antiperspirant and smelly good stuff, the old spice. And I still sweat profusely. So either A, I sweat from every other spot I don't put deodorant, or B, like <laughs> it doesn't only it doesn't hold up. The aluminum lets go. Okay. And also, because I've tried it, see, because I put deodorant on or whatever on my armpits and right. I make a loop underneath my man boobs <laughs> on both sides. And people make fun of me when I do that, but I'm trying to get to quit sweating so I don't look like I sweat myself a bra and a shirt all the time. Well, that's one thing that we have in common, Brandon. I put it under my man <laughs> boobs, too. You have you do man boobs? I like to enjoy a good hotel continental breakfast. Oftentimes, I base where we stay in the band off of if there's continental breakfast or not. I have done that too. Because, you know, I always look at it like it's a cost. If if there's not free breakfast, well, we got to go buy breakfast. And for each one of us, I could be 10 bucks a head, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm like, hey, we're saving money eating continental breakfast. I love the continental breakfast that'll have like eggs and potatoes, things like that. And then it's like bagels. You Mm. want it all. Even when you're full, you're like, I still want a bagel. Just because it's there and it's yeah. free. And you take it with you. Throw it in your purse. Yeah. Yep. I throw one under my hat and walk out. Like, I ain't scared. You <laughs> some, know? Some cereal bars for down the road. Oh, yeah. You know, we'll some fruit. Up. We wheel in a cooler and just feel it up. <laughs> feel it up. Fill it up. Do you? No, but seriously, I do love a good continental breakfast. I, I love it. I do as well. Well, we both just read this horrible article. Yeah. This woman used to work at this hotel, and she recommends that you do not eat the continental breakfast (laughs) because they use the same waffle batter until it starts smelling like beer. Yeah. And then she says that they will use one paper towel to clean everything all night long. How is that even possible? Yuck. Yeah, and it said in there they don't even clean the waffle irons. Like, they don't clean them off, which that kind of don't phase me, you know what I mean? Because, you know... They're, they're warm. They're cooking. So it's fine. It's not like somebody's sneezing all over the waffle iron. Yeah. It's, the waffle iron doesn't bother me. It's like the, not batter, the batter part. I mean, I guess when you, when you look at the whole picture, the waffle iron cleaning doesn't phase me. Right. The rest of it kind of grosses me out. True. Oh, this batter's getting pretty rank. Last day. What do you say? You know? <laughs> should we drink it or should we throw it away? 
I guess let's just see how much they use today. Might have to make some new stuff tomorrow. Oh, Blank. man. Why don't they just go with it? Like, ooh, we got beer batter. You <laughs> yeah. Know? Beer batter waffles. No, this stuff here has got the, what's the milk that's nasty? Buttermilk. This got this buttermilk in here now. <laughs> this is buttermilk. It's not the regular milk. <laughs> Cerveza waffles. Yeah. But, oh, well. Complimentary. Still, I'd like to say it would change my life, but it won't. I'll still go eat it. Just, I will too. I just, I just won't think about it. it. It's like just, eating a hot dog. You don't think about what's in it's it. It's like when they said Taco Bell's got fake meat. I'm like, oh, well, it's also 79 cents for a taco. So what and, do I care? And I've seen what a chicken McNugget looks like before it's cooked at McDonald's, and I still eat them. I've still had them. Do I go in there saying, dang, I want a chicken nugget? No, but when the kid don't eat them all, somebody got to eat yeah, them. Yeah, you don't want it to go to waste. You can't just throw them away. And this is why I'm fat. I used to love the carpool lane when I lived in Arizona. I used to love it. They didn't have it in Tucson where I lived, mm-hmm. but when you got to Phoenix, there was a carpool lane, and I actually used to use it as a passing lane. Oh, wow. Yeah, <laughs> when, yeah. When, when really, if you just have more than one person in your car, you can, you're allowed to drive in it. So people hmm. will like put dummies in their car or like skeleton, <laughs> dress up skeletons. Nice. <laughs> there was recently a man, I don't know if you saw this story online, Mm-mm. but he put a hoodie on the passenger seat and then a hat under the hoodie and kind of pulled it down a little bit and then a cop pulled him over because you know it looked kind of funny yeah i can i'm looking at a picture of it right now it's yeah the guy's a little tall yeah yeah so he pulled him over headrest yeah got in trouble but uh it's called the hov lane yeah so let me get this straight so i've seen him down in denver when we're down there quite a bit but it's like it's that lane all the way to the left, yeah. and you have to have people, uh, hence the name carpool, like it's people carpooling. Yeah. And if you don't, then what? It's like illegal? Yeah. You can't be in the lane? You can't. Just like, oh, you're But really. people do it all the time. So we can all get over in the far right lanes and do 80 miles an hour together. But by gosh, one person gets in that carpool lane without multiple people (laughs) and you are breaking the law, sir. Yeah. And nothing's more annoying than getting stuck behind a slow person in the carpool lane. lane, Now, that's the other thing that confuses me is because like, obviously we know that dotted lines that, you know, the dashes, you can change lanes. Yeah. But I've noticed that that one, you can get into it at one point and then it's a solid white line for forever. Yeah. Yes, you can get out of it because the white line doesn't actually hold you in, but legally it's supposed to kind of hold you in the carpool lane. I don't really understand why it exists. The carpool lane? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure either. Because if you look around, there's people in the other lanes that have tons of people in their cars. I drove in the carpool lane pulling our trailer with loaded with our band, uh-huh. and I don't know if that was legal. Or yeah, not. it was. But I was like, as long you, as there's more than one person in the car. What you gonna do about it? What you gonna do about it? That's what I thought. You're fine. Keep doing it. Do it well, all the time. You know what else I hate? Toll booths. What? Where's the toll booth at? All of a sudden, I get a mail. They're mailing me stuff. I owe them a dollar thirty-five. You know, save yourself thirty-five cents and don't mail this to me. <laughs> Why are they mailing it to you? Because they they must just scan your car and your license plate and then just send you the toll for driving on their roads down in Denver. They have no proof that you were driving that vehicle. Oh, but they do because they've got a photo. I've I've tried to Doesn't argue prove this. that it's you. I've tried to argue this and they're looking Keep arguing I'm, it. I'm looking at a picture of my fat mug in the windshield of my excursion and I'm like, yeah, It will not go on your your record. I still they have no it. proof. It's a dollar thirty-five. Yeah, yeah, whatever. I'd probably pay that. But I did get speeding tickets via camera. Didn't pay one of them. And that's probably what would happen if you're in the carpool lane. <laughs> they ended up getting rid of the cameras in Arizona. Nobody was paying them. They were like, "Forget this." Yeah, this is a waste of time.
Well, huh? you learn something new every day. What if we had a carpool lane here in Rapid City? It'd be kind of neat and weird at the same time. But hey, it'd be just, horrible. It'd mean more construction. <laughs> yes, it that's would. What it would mean it would. It would take a long time to put that in. Hopefully, that's not what they're doing over here on Omaha. Omaha. But honestly, I'll say this one last thing. Do you? Would you pay extra to drive on Omaha if you like? You pay like a toll road if the road construction was better and and quit. <laughs> you know, like there wasn't so much construction, you knew you could just rock it to work. Like eighty miles an hour. Like you could just like fly a, in. A su- you're talking a suicide lane. They had one of those in Tucson. Yeah, let's yeah. go. They had to get rid of that. Oh, that is not a good idea. I thought it was fun. It seemed like a good idea. So we were doing really good as a team all morning. We we made it to almost nine o'clock, carb free. I'm still doing good. You, not so much. I mean, I'm still currently doing good. I just have it's... what my wife dropped off <laughs> as an egg sandwich. She's like, but it's got protein and wheat bread and carbs. And it's like, babe, you know the diet I'm on. I drink a shake for breakfast, a shake for lunch. And we have one fork meal a day. That's it. Why are you bringing me this stuff? Am I going to eat it? Yeah, I'm going to eat and it. And you just cheated on Sunday. Yeah, I had a horrible Sunday cheat day. I mean, like, I cheated not just, like, one meal bad, but all day bad. Oh, Never no. stopped eating. So I can't be doing this. Did you do good yesterday? Yeah. And yesterday today. was good, and then here we go again. Well, maybe you could just do good every other day. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> no? Um, I don't think that's part of the plan, no. But You know what Rob at BioFusion taught me? Uh-huh. If you eat clean for, like you know, a couple months, and then you have a, a bad day, like you do a bad day on purpose, you're going to drop tons of weight the next day, and it works. Yeah, well, it didn't work for me. And then you just go me. back on it. It didn't work for me. And you can only do it up till noon. And it didn't work. For, I didn't stop at noon. That's the problem. <laughs> because but you still. cheat on other days. It's like every day of my life. She's like, here, babe, I brought you some carbs and some things you don't want. Heck, why didn't you stop and get me a blizzard? Like, heck, why are we stopping here at the egg sandwich? Let's go. Where's my <laughs> biscuits and gravy? Where are we at? I mean, if we're going to do it, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Let's so go. So are you going to jump back on the train after you eat the sandwich, or are you just going to go bad the rest of the day because the rest she of the did day that? shot. And I'm going to blame it on her. I'm going to be eating Taco Bell on my drive home going, it's all her fault. But she's so pretty. She is gorgeous. Yeah. I like how you set your gum on top of the sandwich. I was tired of chewing it. Do you want it? No, I don't. <laughs> that just tells me that you're getting ready to dig in. Oh, I'm going to. Because you got the gum out. It's going to happen. We get done with this break. I'm gonna, you're I'm making gonna. a plan. Yep. I need to vent about something. What? I do not like it when I'm trying to order something, whether it's fast food or something off a menu, and they yeah. have the calories right there. Like, oh, they're losing my business. Yeah, yeah I don't even look. You, you know, don't? so I don't know. I mean, I do sometimes. If I'm trying to like, oh, I better watch what I eat. Uh, it's surprising how you think something's healthy, and then you're like, I know it. Whoa, never mind. Um, that's a lot of cows or whatever. You know, look at the sat fat on that baby. Yeah, I was craving some Panera the other mm-hmm. day. Yeah. I opened up the app. I was gonna. I'm like, yeah, I'll just order it right now, and then I'll just pull up and mm-hmm. you know go in and grab it. And then, like, the calories. I was like, what the heck? That's like a whole day's worth of calories. I thought this place was more healthy. Well, there's certain places and there's certain times you don't look at that stuff. Like, say, you're eating the Cheddar Bay Biscuits at the Red Lobster. You you don't look at the calories. You just eat as many as you can. 
because it doesn't count. Sure, there's calories. Sure, they're probably not the best thing for you. But it doesn't count that day Mm -hmm. when you go to Panera. You go ahead and eat yourself some food there. That stuff doesn't count. No. And what really upset me is I started to, you know, go down the list, see, you know, what had fewer calories. And I didn't want any of that stuff. Oh, no. Did not sound good. Sounded too plain and healthy. Here's what I've noticed they'll do is they'll dress up a a fatty sandwich or something. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, there's, what are are those green things? The artichokes or whatever in the heck? Not artichokes, but the- uh, Avocado. uh, Avocados. Yeah, I don't like them. But they'll be like, hey, look, there's avocados on this really fatty bread with all this really fatty meat and cheese and everything. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, it must be healthy. And they're like, there's 5 million calories. And you're like, oh, I cancel that. Yeah. I was so depressed by the end of it, I didn't even order anything. Oh, really? I went home and probably ate something with even more calories. That's not how I react. I'm like, oh my God. Gosh, there's so much. There's nothing healthy here. I get so depressed. I order two. I'm like, screw it. Life is too short. And I just eat them all. <laughs> you know, when you make stuff at home, you don't know how many calories are in it. You don't. I mean, you, you so can kind of figure it out if you're that. really that into it. But no. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, if you make something from scratch, you don't know. No, you have no clue. But you can, you can look it up, can't you? I mean, you, that is a question. You like could. You can, right? Like you could say in a cup of flour or in a cup of whatever, olive oil or whatever you cook with, you know, hey, there's this many calories in it. But who the heck wants to do that? I don't want to know. I don't want to know either. I don't want to know. When I go out to eat, I just assume, hey, this is all fine and dandy. You know, I'm proud of myself today because, you know, what is it, like 740? I haven't had any carbs. Well, me neither. (laughs) Look at us go. So much time left in the day. Look at us go. We're hours into our day. No carbs. Way to go. High five, Brandon. High five. Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. Freedom means different things to different people. Yeah. But no reasonable person wants to have the freedom to do any of what this guy did. No. 44 years old. Right on. I can relate. Okay. (laughs) His name is Frank Towers. Nice. He was in Minneapolis at the airport. He was naked and pleasuring himself. Well... Yeah. And then he got into it with one of the TSA agents, threatened to kill him. Oh, ooh. And then airport police told him he had to stand down, and he refused. <laughs> he yelled out, It's a free country! <laughs> and so then he picked up one of those posts. You know those things that stand there and they have oh, like boy. a belt thing that comes out and oh, you can yeah. form lines? Uh huh. He took one of those, started swinging it around like a weapon. Yeah. And uh, so they finally had to tase him. Well, yeah, Got him to the ground. Actually. And then when they were looking at surveillance footage later on, they saw that he was, you know, headbutting TV screens. He was, you know, punching himself. And yeah. he even threw a chair at one point. Wow. Yeah. He's been, a little excessive. He's like Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. I mean, I've never been that excited to travel, nor that mad when I travel. Mm-hmm. Or... Uh, or that turned on when I travel that I needed to, you know, take matters into my own hands. And this is why, kids, we say no to drugs. Yeah. This is what drugs does to you. You don't want to be caught up in the airport doing stuff like that. No, you don't. Grabbing poles and swinging them around. <laughs> I have a question. Okay. <laughs> Has making out with a guy with a beard ever injured you? <laughs> well, no, I've never made out with a guy, period, <laughs> with a beard or not. So, Does Megan ever get like a a red-shaped face um, from kissing you? So not so much because my beard hairs are longer. 
So she's not catching like the whisker, the the point. You know, like when you get that fresh haircut, mm-hmm. or you, you shave your back and the hair starts to grow back. You know, that that kind of stuff. She's not getting any of that. I remember my dad when I was a kid. He had a beard, and mm-hmm. he used to come and like rub it on my face, and I would yep. laugh. Oh yeah. But I guess when women make out with a man with oh, a beard, yeah. they do get red face. It's called beard burn. Yeah, it's yep. pretty common. I've seen it. Yep. Well, somebody posted a video on TikTok okay. and said that she was injured from making out with a guy with a stubbly stubbly beard. Well, yeah. And women's faces are usually pretty soft and, you know, creamed and whatever in the heck is all over their face yeah. stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then other women started to come forward and a woman posted a picture of actual blisters on her chin from making out with a guy with a beard. How thick is his hair? Holy cow. Yeah, and some medical professionals are thinking that it might be a staph infection. Oh, yuck. Gross. I mean, we're looking at a picture of this right now. It looks, she's got blisters on her chin It looks like she burnt her chin, like hot water or something, you know? Yeah. Yow. Ugh. It's like a bunch, oh my gosh, I don't even know. I don't even know. I can't even look at it. Oh, that's gross. Yeah, that's pretty bad. So you mean to tell me she must have really been getting into it. If you're making out with a guy that much, first of all, his hair must be super thick. Like it's got, like I said, mine's longer. So it doesn't quite, I'm not saying it doesn't affect at all, but you know, when it's shorter and you got that stubble there, that's what, that's what'll really scuff you up. Yeah. So, you know, what about the other hair? Ooh. Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) Yeah, what <laughs> if you know a staph infection? He had to have some bacteria in his beard. <laughs> oh gosh! What about that's you so know? Disgusting. Yeah, um, that's yeah. got to have more bacteria than if, than beard hair. <laughs> down there, sashaying back and forth. Maybe that's where she got the staph infection. Maybe she's lying. It wasn't even from his chin. You know, I've never seen anything like this before. <laughs> I mean, the the infection is on her chin. You know, science is telling us to stop, look, and listen. Hmm. To our pooch. Okay. Uh, not our belly, not oh, okay. <laughs> our actual dogs. Oh, okay. okay. Stop, look, and listen. Hmm. Because they say they have the best body language, and we need to mirror it. Okay, okay. They say we'll be better people if we try these things. Well, hmm. You know, dogs, they don't go in and talk about themselves. They don't go and admire themselves in the mirror. No, I can't say they do. Um, yeah. It's all about what's in front of them, What what's in their heart. Why, I know. why can't we be more like them? I got one dog that just wants complete attention and wants to go for a run or a walk. The other dog just wants to take a nap. Yeah. And that's it. And that's the communication I get from them if I stop, look, and listen. And that's, so it's stop, look, and listen yeah. at your pooch. Stop, look, and listen. Oh, let me let me try it on you real quick. Talk okay. to me. Stop, look, and listen. Oh, yeah. Okay, with the head tilt. I see what you're saying. You want to go for a walk? You want to go potty? Yeah, yeah, well, I'll take you potty. But I'm just going to let you run around in your own bathroom, do your own thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prancing around right now. <laughs> oh, boy. But, so, okay, kids. So, when you get home today and you approach your dog, stop, look, and listen. To the dog, not your parents. Yeah, your parents are telling you to do your chores and and yeah. do all this and that, but no. What does your dog? Science think? is telling you yeah. to look, listen to your dog. Work on your homework. What does the dog think about homework? <laughs> Probably gonna eat it. Yeah, dog don't care. <laughs> dog don't care. Dog don't care. Parents about are like, go pick up dog poop in the backyard. What does the dog think? 
Leave that there. That's a snack. <laughs> yeah, it's there for a reason. I put it there <laughs> yeah. for a reason. I left that there to mark my area. Quit moving. Yes. This is my stuff. I'm Quit just going to do it again if you Quit. take it away. Quit touching my burp. That's my burp. <laughs> so if we're supposed to mirror everything a dog does, do we need to go do that stuff? Yeah. Do I need to stick my tongue out the side of my mouth and head tilt? <laughs> <laughs> do we just sleep all day? Yeah. Eat, sleep, go to the bathroom, and just do that? Beg for food. My dogs always give me that guilty look, like, I hope he doesn't realize what I've done while they were gone. And you're always, like, trying to figure out, what did they do while I was gone? Until you need both pairs of shoes, and you realize some of them are in the backyard. You know, my dog will just come and stand in front of me and bark and, like, do pirouettes. <laughs> and I have no idea what he wants. Like, so you start running through the list. Uh, you need to go for a walk? <laughs> are you hungry? Um, are you out of water? It's either food... Has to go outside, or his ball is stuck under the bed. Mm, yeah, that's a big concern. Yeah, and if yeah. it's not one of those, I have no idea what he wants. Can't have that ball underneath the bed. You got to get it. Okay, let's talk slang slang terms here for a second. Okay, because man, I'm overwhelmed with them. I don't know about you. Because oh yeah, seems like since the pandemic, they've like quadrupled in numbers. Oh, it's it's like uh, you can't just say, "Hey, I was at the." Mountain West Beer Fest. It's, I was at the WM whatever, right? And they got, <laughs> got to give us some sort of slang. You know, I you know. can't just say it. This is interesting because there's a new study that looked at the most popular slang terms in 2021, meaning words like words that kids use, but they're widespread now. So the 10 most popular slang terms were ghosted. Oh, yeah. Which I kind of get. Isn't that oh, yeah. like when you're dating somebody and they just like disappear? Right, they or just quit get it, contacting you. It could be with somebody. Hey, I'll call you right back, no problem. And they don't call you back. You got ghosted. Yeah. What know? about salty? What does that mean? Salty is attitude. Woo! Why are you being so salty <laughs> with me? Okay, Damn. on point. Like, yeah, that was like right on the money. Yep, yep. Like my stories are the opposite of on point. Okay. <laughs> Woke. <laughs> It just means you wake up in the morning, I guess. No, huh? no. It's, <laughs> it's got a whole new meaning. I know it does. And I'm, I think that's like when you're you're with the new times. Yep, you're woke to the current situations. Okay, goat, greatest of all time. Oh, yeah. We all know that, Tom Brady. Mm-hmm, he's a goat. <laughs> extra, like you're too much? Um, Extra, I would say, is anything above my belt. <laughs> okay, <laughs> low-key, like keeping it on the down low? Yeah, on the DL. You know what I'm saying? All right. And cat, you feel me? This one I don't know. Catfish. What the heck? Catfish. There's even catfish a show someone. about it. Catfished, where you pretend to be somebody you're not okay. on social media or a dating website, and you never really meet the person because you don't want to tell that you're actually their cousin or ah. something weird like that. <laughs> okay. Or you're really like, yeah. like you're pretending to be a woman and you're a man. And you're a man. Yeah. Okay. This one I haven't heard. Savage. Savage. Mm, mm, mm. Do we need help with that one? Do you know what that um, savage means? Savage is like somebody who is just ruthless, whether in the dating world, maybe in the business market. They're a salesman that just goes in and closes deals, like savagely just takes them. In the dating world, a girl just takes men's souls, chews them up, <laughs> spits them out. She's savage. Okay. What about and thirsty? Thirsty. I think it literally means thirsty, but no, I don't know. No, it doesn't. Thirsty means you're looking for love okay. in all the wrong places. <laughs> Top pandemic slang terms were Rona, jab, <laughs> quarantine and chill, quarantine, COVID. You remember that one? Yeah. Uh, quarantini. Was that like a drink? Uh, Zoom fatigue. Yep. Zoom bombing before times and Zoomer, 
which is somebody who grew up during COVID. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. That's, those are real things that are going to go on in our lives forever. <laughs> the number one slang terms we're uh, tired of hearing are, okay, boomer, and bay, bye, Felicia. I haven't heard that one in a while. Yeah, I haven't heard that one in a while. And people are tired of woke, mansplain, zazzy, yaz, and yeet. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like a Dr. Seuss book. That was like this last week, and my bae got a little salty. She tried ghosting me because I was trying to get thirsty. And next thing I know, I was like, see ya. Showed her what a savage I was. Those darn Russians, Brandon. Oh, man. I mean, what else could go wrong this year? They're always rushing into things. (laughs) Listen to what they've done now. Okay. They blew up one of their own satellites with a missile. Just a couple days ago. I guess they had to see if it worked. <laughs> yeah, but now the debris is threatening the space station and all seven astronauts that are on it. And this includes four Americans, one German, and then two Russian astronauts. Oh, man. Either way, it's human life. We don't want to leave them up in space. It says here they had to rush to their two escape pods the other morning just in case the station got hit. Even a tiny piece of debris could be devastating because everything up there is moving fast. It says up to 17,000 miles an hour. That's 10 times faster than a bullet. Or like the speed of my excursion. (laughs) Okay. But at least 1,500 pieces of debris large enough to be tracked. They're now circling the Earth. Oh, boy. And come back around every 90 minutes. Wow. That's annoying. That's humming. There could be hundreds of thousands of smaller pieces, too, so the crew isn't out of the woods yet. Oh, boy. This is like this is like that movie with Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. Oh, yeah. Gravity. You remember this happened? I barely watched it. Now it's real. But I watched the Sandra Bullock parts. <laughs> I love that movie. I love her. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah me too. But these real-life astronauts should be okay, and I guess they can adjust... Like the way they sit in in orbit mm. when it's necessary, but how annoying! Like that's going to keep coming around. They said this could go on for years. That's it's just another thing to worry about up in space. You can't well, just like catch the stuff either. Everything will just bounce off of whatever you put in front of it. That's wild. That's just crazy to think about. I know. What? Where's Jeff Bezos? Why doesn't he shoot up there and grab this stuff? Yeah. Come on, come man. save him, Jeff. Maybe if somebody ordered this stuff on Amazon, he'd go up there and grab it. These Russians are always living in danger, aren't they? Yeah. They just love it. They feed yeah. off of it. They would just slow down and quit rushing around. I bet those those two Russians that are on board, they're probably just loving it. They're like, oh, yeah. I don't know. I can't do a Russian accent, but. I like the danger. Russia. <laughs> More vodka. My accent sounds Canadian and you sound like, uh, like a German. Schwarzenegger. He's from Germany. Oh, is he? There you go. I'm outraged. Oh, no. Why? Because kids on Reddit, they got into this big discussion about things you say that officially mean you're old. Okay. Yeah. And we both failed it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm old soul. You know what I mean? I'm millennial, but I'm an old soul. I know. It's funny that you're a millennial because you failed the test. Yeah. And I guess I'm old because, you know, I, I fell for every single one. But, uh, you know, we need to make a comeback. We need to stand up for ourselves. Yeah. Us old people. So are you considering yourself a Gen Xer right now? No, no. I'm a millennial. I'm going to hold on to that as best I can. 
but I'm an old soul. All right, it's time for one of these. The Roadhouse. Okay, top five things millennials say. Number five, your parents' basement or mine? (laughs) Number four, this sound looks great. I can't wait to post it. That's so true. Number three, do you have a few minutes? I want to tell you my pronouns. (laughs) Number two, I hate superficial people. For more details, listen to my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like her boss. Yeah. Okay. And finally, number one, top five things millennials say. Should I get giant holes in my ears or a forearm tattoo of a parallelogram? Screw it. I'll get both. The Roadhouse. Put another shrimp on the bobby. It's time to go down under. Let's go. I would die. I would absolutely die if this happened to me. Okay. This woman lives in the down under. (laughs) She had to call the police (laughs) to help when she found herself being held hostage by a possum. Mm. And this was in her house, in her home, her safe place. The the possum was holding her hostage? Exactly. She was unpacking her car at her home, and then she felt something run up her leg. Oh, yeah. Yeah down under she pulled it off of her thinking it was like a cat <laughs> then she's like oh my gosh this is a possum huh this is impossible so she starts to run and every time she tries to go outside the possum would reappear and charge at her whoa um no wow i i would not i would be like put me on the next plane out of here see i'm not too familiar with possums like i don't spend a lot of time with them but uh but I've always thought possums were more of a scared creature because you heard the saying, oh, they're playing possum. George Jones, he's possum because, you know, he doesn't show up to shows, stuff like that. But it's like, and this one's aggressive. I wonder if the possum got a little bit of what they like to call the rabies. They have a recording of her. She said, I'm being held hostage by a possum. <laughs> That's not a very good Australian accent, but you I know what I mean. I don't know what kind of accent it was, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it was something. But they had to they had to shoot the possum. Not like <laughs> shoot it with a gun, but like they had to put it to sleep. They had to get it to play possum. Stun him. Yeah. Yeah. Stun him. Go to sleep, possum. Night Go night. to sleep, you little baby. That's crazy. I've never I don't I can't think if I've ever even seen a possum in real life. Wow, they look pretty gross. They hang by their tails. Yeah. That's creepy. That's weird. Are they something you'd get as a pet? I mean, can you take a possum home and train it? You know, people got ferrets and everything. If somebody invited me into their home and like, oh, this is my pet possum, Harry, I'd be like, um, <laughs> I'm out of here. But what if the possum was friendly? Like it come over and it wrapped its tail around your arm and like hung upside down and gave you like them loving possum eyes? I would die. But, I, it, but it's oh. a friendly, like it curls up I in a ball. Care. Like a house cat. That's like, like a big rat tail. You know, like, but no when you, you show up at a friend's house and they're like, "Oh, that's my cat," you know, Harry or whatever, right? And you're like, "Oh, it's a really hairy cat." And then <laughs> next thing you know, it's, instead of a cat, it's a possum. But it acts like a cat. It jumps up on your lap, curls up in a ball, gives you them loving possum eyes. A you know? possum looks like a giant rat. Yeah. It does not look anything like a cat. But it's a but it's cuter than I've seen them hairless cats. I feel like a possum is cuter than a hairless cat. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. All day in America. Hairless cats are ugly, and so are possums. What sound does a possum make? (laughs) I don't know. What does the possum say? 
Congratulations, everybody, because United Airlines is once again serving hard liquor on the airplanes. A service that stopped early in the whole pandemic. Well, you can put your big pants back on because the liquor has returned. The mini booze bottles in economy class on domestic flights. Let's go. I know. Let's just go on a trip now. I don't even understand. Why wouldn't they just give it out? Like, here you go, here you go, here you go. Everybody, here, drink it up. A couple more shots here. There you go. And then, like, about a half hour into the flight, everyone's... Yeah. <laughs> like out. when they're doing the whole seatbelt demonstration. And if you look in your seat pocket in front of you, there's a big yep. bottle of vodka Remember. that you can start on as soon as the lights dim in the cabin. I and mean, if the person next to you isn't 21, drink his. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, hello. You know? Yeah, one for you. Two for your kid. The flight attendant will come around and start an IV of constant drip of vodka. You know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> We're going to get you drunk, so this we is, landed wherever. This is the moment I've been waiting for. This is why <laughs> I, I haven't been traveling, because I'm like, there's no liquor. I'm not going. Well, my thing is, is why do you fly and not drink? What's the point? Let's just drive then. Screw it. I mean, somebody else is driving, and we can drink. Hello. I've been on an early flight to Cancun, mm-hmm. and I drank uh, Jack and Coke for breakfast. Yeah, yeah, it was... When I went down to Nashville, which I think was the last time I flew, uh, when we went down to Nashville, I I said uh, I didn't plan on being drunk at 8 a.m., but here I am. You, you know? know, I think this is why people have been misbehaving on the airplanes. Agitated. Because they didn't have any liquor. Yeah, a little mellow out. However, there are some people who are completely fine when they're sober, and when they drink, they're completely not fine. They're wrong. How, how you figure that out, I don't know. Just feed them all booze. Maybe they need a little bit more so they pass out. That's all I'm saying. When are they going to allow marijuana on the planes? Yeah, that Here. oxygen mask should drop down as soon as you're out of control <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and just fill you up with marijuana smoke. This is the kind of flight I was all about, man. <laughs> I'm going to be taking a nap here real quick. And I'm really high in a plane. You get it? <laughs> Have you ever thought about giving your kids a debit card instead of cash? I have, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're saying that that's better. We need to throw out their piggy banks and start giving them debit oh. cards with money on them. But, like, even as young as six years old, they're saying. Can you imagine a six-year-old carrying around a debit card? I guess. I uh, guess yeah, my- can I see your ID? Because, you know, <laughs> yeah. they have to C-ID sign the back that. of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or, or sign the back and they can't do cursive, so it just says Tate. Yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. My five-year-old, the way he writes his name, the A's backwards. You oh, know? yeah. They're like, what is this? But no, I honestly, a six-year-old, though, where are they alone that they're using a debit card and you're not there? Exactly. That's, I'm not leaving my six-year-old. Hey, go run amok at the mall. Tell me when you're done. Here's a debit card. You know, like, I'm, yeah. I'm there. You need something, come and get me. You're not just going to go out willy-nilly at six and be buying things. Yeah. But What's that? Drop them off at Run Wild. Here's your debit card. <laughs> yeah. Don't forget to spend wisely. <laughs> he's up there buying a coffee. Yeah. He's like, oh, man. Give me a coffee with six shots. And uh, what is this pretzel thing over here? Yeah. No. <laughs> that doesn't work for me. But but like my kids getting into their teens, I could. that's where it crosses my mind. Is I don't want to just give them 20 bucks. What if it falls out of their pocket? They lose it. You can't cancel cash. Somebody just wins. If they lose the debit card or it gets stolen... They could call you and be like, hey, Dad, the debit card was stolen, and you could cancel it right there. That's a good point. You can cancel that. Yeah, you could stop it. Or Once you know, your cash is lost, it's gone forever. It's gone. And plus, if you give them 20 bucks or whatever for their evening, say, out with friends even, what'd you spend that 20 bucks on? Oh, I didn't eat supper. I didn't have enough money. What'd you spend the $20 on? 
a lot of Laffy Taffy. Yeah, you can go on and look. <laughs> yeah, you could actually see what they're spending that debit card on. So, I mean, I could see the point in it, I guess. But giving them freedom at six years old, that seems a little young. Yeah, that's scary. Is your marriage on the rocks and you want to know if you're going to make it? Well, you don't need to go to the psychic. No. You need to go back to your wedding photographer because they mm-hmm. know. They mm-hmm. know. <laughs> the, that's where it's at. Yeah, there's one on TikTok and he swears he can tell if a marriage is going to make it. There's three signs Ooh. that he looks for. You want to hear them? Yep, yep. The first indicator, this this these make sense too. The first indicator is when the spouse takes family photos without the new spouse. Oh. If you take more than three family photos without the other spouse, you're not going to make it. See, I agree and disagree with that one. Why? Because, well, I mean, you're taking so many photos and it's such a busy day when you're getting married. I've been to a lot of weddings and, you know, you're going to take a lot of photos, some with your spouse, some without. And you can't say, oh, I'd love to take a picture, but hold on, let me go grab my spouse who's also talking to long lost family over here and rip them away. And You know what I mean? So it's not, I can see it both ways though. The second red flag is when the wedding party avoids talking about the other spouse during like the get ready photos or the toast, things like that. They only talk Mm. about the side they're on. Like the best man or whatever says, I'm really proud of you, Tommy, because this, but doesn't include Jennifer or whatever the wife says. Yeah, they don't even bring up Jennifer at all. And they like completely avoid it. seen that, yeah. And then the last indicator is when one of the spouses will spend more time with friends or family at the reception than their new spouse. Oh, yeah. Like, I bet the people that marry for money do that. I've seen it where, like, at weddings, one or the other bride or groom is out on the dance floor dancing with everybody but who they just married. Yeah. And you're like, uh, you've danced with every bridesmaid. Yeah, the dollar dance is or over. Or you've danced with every groomsman. But you haven't danced with your significant other since the first dance. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> like, all right, I, I'm in. You know, I'm locked in. So see ya yep. in a few years right. when but, I file for divorce. But see, I see this bo- a couple different ways. Is because I've played a lot of weddings as a band. And I, so in the same, in similar to a photographer, but you've got like people who are selfish and they want to spend more time with themselves it's all about them take a picture with me take a picture with me yeah and they're all about themselves even though they still love their bride or groom but it's more about them yeah and that's how their life is (laughs) that's just how they are hopefully their significant other is willing to accept that but then there's the other part where maybe they're both so friendly and so outgoing that they feel almost rude not dancing with everybody else, not spending time with their own family. And they know that, hey, look, we have the rest of our lives together. This is our special night, but let's go spend it with family. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? And so they're separated, doing the best they can to hit everybody. I've seen it both ways. My thing is I base it off the weather. <laughs> the weather? Oh, yeah. Whoever controls Mother Nature knows. Mother Nature knows. Hey, look, how's your wedding day? Oh, it's rainy? It's nasty out? Probably because you're not supposed to get married. <laughs> when it rains, they say that's good luck. Uh, I vote nay nay. Especially if it's a supposed to be an outside wedding and out of nowhere the storm shows up. That's Mother Nature saying run, bro. Don't do it in the form of thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Traveling with the kids. They did a poll 
and they found that nearly a quarter of the people that responded to the survey remember feeling excited about traveling as kids. I remember mm-hmm. feeling excited about that. Oh, yeah. I used to love it because it, when I traveled with my aunt, mm-hmm. or was it my grandma? I think it was my grandma. She used to wrap a present for every hour, just like a little, you know, probably wow. like from the dollar store type of toy. Yeah. And so that me and my brother were always excited. We both had our own little bag of toys That's that we're going to cool. open. So if it was like a 15-hour trip. We'd get 15 little gifts. Dang it. I never had traveling like that. <laughs> it was more like, sit down, shut up. <laughs> I don't know where I'm at. If we were sleeping, we didn't get to open gifts. Though, yeah. So. Oh, that's messed Only up. when we were on the road. And how did she have the exact number of gifts? Yeah. Think about that. She knew. Wow. Mm. It's pretty impressive. I think it's. I think it can go one of two ways. Obviously, if you look at the big picture, traveling, taking your kids to experience other countries, other states, landmarks, that's always good because it's educational. They get to see it, smell it, you know, read all the things about it. But then there's those times where things aren't as going as planned. Yeah, the kids are excited, but the parents aren't. The parents are hating life because yeah. they're not sleeping well. They're in some weird hotel. The kids won't shut up and go to bed. They sleep all day while you're traveling and you're driving. And the snot-nosed brat just wants to stop and pee again. <laughs> or they're hungry. Like, yeah, or they're hungry. Are we there yet? Or their sibling is picking Ugh. on them. Oh, Stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, my dad used to like reach back with his arm oh, yeah. to try to swat us. Did your parents do that? Oh, yeah. And, and you would, like, get in the corner of the car so they couldn't reach you? You have to try to duck. Don't make me pull this car over. Or he hits the wrong kid. <laughs> he got you instead. Yeah, and I'd be like, Brian's looking at me. Yep. Or Brian's, you know, he's touching my arm. He's in the same car as me. doesn't matter. He's there. <laughs> he yeah. smells. Yep, it's just the way of life, traveling with the family. But it's fun. There's lessons to be learned. Well, apparently. your kids are older now, so does yep. that make it better or worse? Well, it makes it a little bit better because one, they're old enough. It's they, you know, they know like, hey, look, we got to go potty. Like, you know, you don't get on the road two minutes later. I, I've got to pee. You know, you have none of that. So it's they got phones. They just yeah, <laughs> just get you, on your phone and shut up. As long as they got cell phone reception, they're completely content. They're watching Netflix or whatever on their phones. What if they forget to download a movie and then, and then they're pouting yeah. the whole time? And now they're old enough where it's like they can drive. Oh, yeah, that's better, true. Better learn how to drive. I'll sit over here in the passenger seat and nod off and watch Netflix while you drive us across a state of boringness. I wouldn't be able to sleep while a teenager's driving. Oh yeah, that fast down my the daughter, interstate. No my daughter's a good way. driver. My son. I mean, he'll kind of start watching Netflix or something in his mind. Not actually, but I think he kind of checks out. So. I remember trying that as a teenager. We were driving here to South Dakota, mm-hmm. and my brother was complaining the entire time I was driving because it was way too slow. Yeah. And then yeah. he started driving, and I felt like I was going to die. Yeah. Yeah. He had to make up for lost time. Yeah. Just leave the kids at home. I think I'd take them with. They're older, though. You're so brave. I could take my older ones. You're probably going to be drinking, though. Yep. I hope you're not planning to dress up and look like Tina Turner anytime soon, Brandon. Well, that ruins my weekend. <laughs> Dang it. She's suing somebody for looking too much like her. Um, But Tina Turner's got like big hair. Yeah, she kind of looks like a poodle. I'm trying to figure out what Tina Turner looks like in my mind so I don't accidentally pull this off. (laughs) She's suing a German-based tribute act who performs as her in a show called Simply the Best. Okay. She said the person looks too much like her. Nine. And it may confuse fans and make them think that she has something to do with the show. Oh. It's about you, woman. You know, I love Tina Turner, but I'm 
I don't agree so with So, like, this. you're saying to me, yeah, I love Tina Turner, too. So you're saying this person's too good at being you, so you have to sue them? Is that what's going down? I, I mean, know. why can't you just say, good job? Like, this one here is the best Tina Turner lookalike I've ever seen in my no life. No kidding. Because everybody's, everybody does it. You Thank go to you like for a, honoring me. Yeah, you, know? you go to a Vegas show, they'll pretend to be Tina Turner. You know what I mean? Like, you see that stuff all the time. Or she should just be like, man, you look good. You know, maybe just say, "Hey, here's the deal. You're a little too good. I'm going to promote you as my very own Tina Turner lookalike. You are the best. You get my stamp of approval. I get ten percent. Exactly. And it's going to take you to a whole nother level. Why yeah. not that? Because obviously, it's just a money grab, right? Mm-hmm. The performer of Simply the Best, her lawyer responded and said, "Only a chronically stupid person who looks at everything superficially would get the two confused." Hope they can find love. <laughs> we'll have to follow up on this. I think this is so dumb. It's she's wild. losing her mind. Do you think she's yeah. losing her mind? Somebody needs to grab her stuff. Quit letting her send messages out because it's getting wild. She's simply the best. What's love got to do? Got to do with it? Well, she does love Tina Turner, so she wants to look like her. Primary keep on burning. I'm gonna keep on turning. Rolling along, rolling along. Come, Mary, keep on rolling. Wrong words, but it'll do. I wonder if you're going to get sued now. Imagine this, Brandon. Okay. You're sitting around a table in a meeting at work, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden somebody's phone rings, and they go, I'm so sorry, I have to take this. It's my dog. <laughs> Be like, like your buddy? Like my dog. No. My actual dog is calling me right now. I wonder how that conversation is going to go. <laughs> there's pretty, a, probably there's pretty a, rough. There's a dog phone out there. Pretty rough. That's <laughs> funny. It lets your dog initiate video calls with you. Hmm. So they put a sensor in this dog toy. And anytime it shakes the toy in its mouth, you get a phone call. Wow. And then there's a screen that they can see you on and a camera <laughs> so you can see them. Oh, man. This is kind of creepy, but kind of I might do it. I mean, I, I get the idea behind it, but dogs don't have that I've called you too much today sensor in their body. You know, like, oops, I shouldn't call you every second of every day. Yeah, and in this study, the dog accidentally butt-dialed them a couple times, <laughs> like while they were taking a nap. So they got to work out the kinks on that before I'm doing it. I mean, I I like it. I think it's a great idea. It's cool to move forward. I've often thought about because my dog, my German Shepherd, has like separation anxiety. So when we're gone, we have to kennel her. Otherwise, she'll tear up our house because she hates it when we're gone. Mm-hmm. So I've thought about putting up like a ring doorbell or uh, anything, you know, whatever camera so that I can watch her. And when there's motion, you could look in and be you like, should. stop, hey, put that down, quit chewing on that or whatever. Go yeah. outside to go potty, you know. And they got a doggy door so they can go in and out. But... Uh, you know, she tears a, she'll drag our wedding book outside. Yeah. So maybe this would, you know, if she's feeling a little anxious, she could wiggle the tail, the toy, and be like, hey, dad, I'm scared, you know. And the whole idea of this dog phone is to address the problem of separation anxiety. But, you know, what if you get used to getting a call from your dog at a certain time and then you get ghosted? <laughs> like, it, or, it's helping them so much they don't need you anymore. Or like you're in the meeting, so you ignore it. And then yeah. and then they call back because it's a dog and they don't know, so you ignore it. And all of a sudden you're like, "I gotta take this. I'm sorry." Hello. <laughs> I know. I'll be home in a little while. Just sit tight. <laughs> Go outside and chew on that stick. 
You know what? I don't know. Bye. <laughs> Love you. You know. Or what if your dog catches you like cheating on them? Yeah. Like they call you up and you have to take it because it's a dog. <laughs> and there's a and dog. you're petting somebody else's dog or you're running on a treadmill without them. <laughs> the dog just like really goes in, <laughs> takes a crap on your pillow. You're no. walking on the beach without him. Yeah. Really? You're out in the woods without me? <laughs> you're playing You're playing softball and they see you throwing a ball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they're just going to get mad. It's Looks gonna... like you're at a park where I could be, but no, it's fine. Fine, be that way. <laughs> well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. You know what I love, Brandon? What do you love? Stupid people, man. I just so, I'm so thankful for them. Well, yeah. We wouldn't have anything to talk about. And I wouldn't have a job. Listen to this stupid idiot. Mm -hmm. Three years ago, okay, this 94-year-old woman passed away in a house fire. And at the time, it was thought to be an accident because the woman was a heavy smoker. She also suffered from dementia. So they were like, it was a tragic accident. But it turns out that the fire was set by her then 18-year-old step-grandson. And he was caught because he admitted to it. (laughs) He confessed it during a game of truth or dare. Oh, boy. <laughs> he should he should have picked dare. He you takes know? those games a little too serious is what I'm thinking. He said, I have a secret I haven't told anyone. I may have killed someone. Oh. And then he went and told a counselor about it because it, like, reopened old wounds. Yeah. And yeah. so the case was reopened. And apparently it was intentional. He used a lighter. He set these curtains on fire, then disabled a smoke alarm. So the blaze just would go undetected and just burn it to the ground. That is horrible. And then he later claimed that he did it because he didn't want the woman to continue to suffer from dementia. Or did she have a good life insurance policy? Well, unfortunately, that's not up to him to decide who lives and who don't. Sorry, God. I got this one. Hey, I got this one. I, I feel you. Yeah. No. Sorry, bud. That was dumb. Yeah. Wow. And it, in a game of truth or dare. Uh, by the way, I just like he's been, maybe it's just been itching at him. I got to tell somebody, I don't know when the right time is. And they're playing yeah, spin the bottle or truth and dare. And all of a sudden it's like, I killed my grandma. <sighs> and what did the other people say at this party? Yeah, really? Like, oh, <laughs> uh, I cheated on my <laughs> diet the other day. Yeah, truth is, uh, I've kissed other boys. Oh my gosh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then he's and like, then I he's killed like, someone. I killed my grandma. <laughs> Game over. It's a feel-good moment. All I'm going to say is, it goes a long way to be nice to people you don't even know. I'm sitting here in my car on my lunch break, looking at myself in the mirror, talking about how I need to eat better, To you know, I'm having a lot of just struggles with my mental health, and, you know, eating better and working out is supposed to make you feel better. Here I am getting Chick-fil-A when I told myself I'm not supposed to be eating out. It's not that healthy of a lunch and the chick-fil-a girls walks up right after i told was talking to myself about it i hate my smile i hate my teeth you know i don't feel the best today and she goes wow you're just so pretty and it just made me start crying because even though i don't feel that great today somebody else took time out of their day to say something nice to me thank you for that jesse just goes to show that a little kindness can go a long way and you never know when somebody needs it it's a feel-good moment Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones. Produced by Mark Houston. Engineered by Chris Jacquez. Audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon. If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.